welcome back welcome to Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to HBO, HBO Girls, Girls Rewatch Podcast. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And we're so excited. I we're, can't believe... No, it's, exce- it's... We're already episode eight. Episode eight. And there's only 10 episodes in each season. Well, except for except season... Except for season three. Four. Oh. Where are those 12? 12. It's a um, <laughs> And that's a little factoid to get the get the ep started. Um, last week, we covered the Bushwick crack accident. This week... We are doing Weirdos Need Girlfriends 2, episode eight, season one. What is it called? Weirdos Need Girlfriends 2. I hate this episode. Just right off the bat, this is my least favorite episode in all of Girls. No, I love it. I get episode. so angry in it. I hate men. <laughs> well, and I think anger is an underrated emotion. Like, totally. I think you should be getting angry during a TV show, and people are really scared of that. I know. Okay. Everybody's scared of the anger emotion, but it's one of the only ones I know how to have. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll do it for the both well, of us. Well, it's doing cringe comedy. Yeah. Which I think is such a fine line. Okay, well, that's a cool way to start an episode. What? Cringe comedy. I mean, it really is. Like, I keep watching people. The elevation of cringe comedy in a way to, like, manipulate a room, especially during comedy, stand-up comedy with cringe and, like, perfectly master it is such an insane thing to watch. And I think they're kind of doing that line here as well. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard I've never heard about cringe stand-up comedy, but no, there's so much of it. Okay, beautiful. We'll insert clips of it right now, some examples. Um, okay, let's quickly do the synopsis and then introduce our super awesome guest. Okay, do you want to read it or should we describe it? We're going to describe it. We're going to describe it. We're going that Let's try way. and do it in less than a minute. Ready? No, it's so Set, <laughs> go. Okay, in this episode, we um we start with Hannah and Adam being like cute couple vibes. They're watching old videos of Adam as a child, and then they're just being boyfriend-girlfriend core. And then um, Hannah goes to see Adam rehearse for his one-man show and is being so girlfriend core, but then Adam freaks out and quits the play and then yells at a car, and Hannah gets scared, and then... <laughs> Adam pees on Hannah in the shower and she's like, no. And he's like, oh my God, don't be mad at me. I'm just a weird guy. No, he's just a weird guy. And this kind of episode where we finally see Marnie and Jessa have a collaborative friendship. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Where Jessa is kind of just strutting in to hang out with Marnie, which is like never the case. Well, she's coming to see Hannah and then Marnie's like, Hannah's not here. And then Marnie's like, you hate me, Jessa. And Jessa's like, that's actually not true. Let's go out. No, exactly. And then, so they're kind of getting into her own hijinks this episode where they meet a stranger at a bar who buys them drinks. And it is the cop from Bridesmaids, the film. Oh, what an amazing call out. Thank you. Does he have an accent in that as well? Yeah, he's Irish. Oh, he's Irish. He always has Irish. So then we cut back to Adam and Hannah and they're on a run and Hannah's like, I don't want to go on a run. And then Adam's like, endorphins are awesome. And then Adam realizes that he's upset. Hannah and is like, I'm going to apologize by posting a bunch of pictures of the word sorry on a wall. And then Hannah's like, wait, I love you. You're so cool. And then the episode ends. Actually, really, it was kind of Banksy. It was really fun. Yeah. And that's kind of season one, episode eight. I like feel like I need like a massage after that. I'm so I know. Tense. Can we leave and the guests just do the rest yeah. of the episode? <laughs> if that's okay. We're so excited. We have a normal girl guest joining us today to discuss this episode. Guys, open your ears for Kira. Hi. <laughs> I didn't know 
here to say my last name, so there was like a pause. Sorry. I only know you as at Super Kira. Yeah, it's so it was the That's that why I was like that's intro. why I was like Evan introduce her, but then Evan wouldn't do it. It was the email that I made in fourth grade, superkira at gmail.com. Oh, no way. I still use it like as my burner email to sign up for subscriptions. You started with Gmail, that's so hip. Yeah, in fourth grade. I was kind of ahead of the curve. Um, I was of course on Yahoo. Did you come up with that? Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah, amazing. Super Kira. And then I just kind of kept it as my username for everything ever. Wait, what was your first username? Mine was Amy Jazz Girl. My name was Amy, of course. And then I was in one jazz. Oh, yeah, you had the rebrand. Right. <laughs> and I was a girl. Amy Jazz Girl. At Yahoo.com. And wow. I I was little lads, but my dad came up with that. You were what? Little Laz, because my last name's Lazarus. Oh, right, little Laz. Little Laz. <laughs> Which is like, I guess, very descriptive of yeah. the situation. But I kind of, maybe I grew out of that. Maybe I'm average height last now. Yeah. When did you adopt a real um, email? Uh, very recently. Wow. <laughs> wow. Supercure.gmail.com was my, pri- it still kind of is my primary. Mm. It's still the email that like I email my psychiatrist from. <laughs> like it's still my, I just now also have like a business email. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But my primary personal email is still supercure.gmail.com. <laughs> that's the incredible. That it's made. your brand. It's, well, that's also the thing is like I, at one point, I think like a couple of years ago, when I was like making TikTok, I was like, should I make it super Kira? Like, this is the thing that I made in like fourth yeah. grade. And my my roommate, one of my best friends, Julie at the time was like, um, she was like, no, it has to be super Kira. She was <laughs> like, it has to. Like, you cannot like change anything. Like, it's got to be that. But she was right. I think when you're eight, super is one of those words that like you only know a few words mm. that yeah, are like, just like, it's like super and super awesome. Kira. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It could have been like awesome Kira. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. easily. I feel like teachers are just like super job. Or like super I, is like a is a sticker <laughs> yeah. like on your on your assignment. It's a palace. Literally. It's no, a great. It really is. Well, it's like awesome so many syllables. Yeah, it's, Super, it's a, that's quick. It's mouthy. It's mouthy. It's you don't awesome. want to say that in third grade. Also, I can't believe you dislike this episode. I'm gonna come oh, out yeah. this episode. This is when you told me that we were reviewing episode eight. I was like, I don't need to rewatch it again because it is my most rewatched you know episode it. of Girls of all time. Real? Oh, perfect. They're like this and the Craxident are probably my two oh, seven to eight. most rewatched. I should go to a doctor to talk specifically about like the anger that boils in me <laughs> while watching this episode because I think there's a psychology behind that that would be useful to learn. Mm-hmm. But I just hate the boys in it. I'm like, stop being this way. It's so site-specific. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hop into our first segment. Girl... What, what girl, girl are you? you? Probably Hannah. Perfect. I know that is a dangerous thing to say because she is widely unliked, mm-hmm. but I do have OCD. I am a writer and I am a young white woman trying to find myself in New York City. It's totally. so specific. So on, like specific. So she's like, it's like me if I sucked. Totally, that's what totally. Hannah is to me. She's kind of like my Wario. If that makes that's sense. So funny. Like I'm she Hannah's my Wario. She's my shadow self. And I'm just kind of watching her like take on the world. You're like, I have been doing shadow work. It's watching yeah, girls. Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've been working on myself. Um That's amazing. Of all the people we've had on as guests, they usually end up getting to Hannah, but they have to preface it by like I wish I was this one. I'm kind of this one, but ultimately I'm Hannah. Yeah, we well, them so out. brave of you to be like, this is my truth. No, yeah, <laughs> she's. Well, also I feel like one of the 
one of the fun things about like how this is a play on Sex in the City is like in Sex in the City, all of the girls, I think Bowen Yang said this when he was talking about it, but like all the girls on the show are like aspirational. Mm. You're like, I want to have the confidence of Samantha and like mm. the tenacity of Miranda and like I want to have Carrie's wardrobe. And it's like when you say like, oh, I'm a Samantha, I'm a Miranda, like you're happy with it. Yeah. But the question of like, which girl are you is like, I don't want to be any of them. Yeah. There's <laughs> none of, you don't want to be no. a Hannah or Marnie or a Jessa. Like the, none of those are appealing. That's true. Like girls is about girls having flaws. Sex in the City is about girls being ideas. Wow. wow. Truth bomb. Let that, everyone let's just take, a, let's just sit with that for a second. Let's do yeah, like a silence. 10 second silence. silence. Huh. What what are what what are you guys? What so, are your? Or I think for this episode, we I think it's so. This is such a good episode to be. Oh, again, Shoshana's not in this episode. Shoshana which is a shame. Which is That's a shame. what's missing. No, but it really it's good that that girl got some breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she could go on vacation. Schedule. Yeah, they played it twice. So it's like I think for this episode, I would say. Wait, I think it's so fun to say if you're a Jessa for this episode. I don't know if I am. But just so fun to play into the the almost the algorithm of being a girl who hates finance men. I think you are just in this episode in that you're such a girl's girl. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. Like when your friend's mm-hmm. having a bad time, you're like, well, we're going to go out instead. You need to stop this. Like that's so you. <laughs> no, 100%. I, I'm rallying the troops all the time. And I also think it's very cool for it's like. When you are rallying the troops, you have to make sure that you are caring about them. And then this episode, it's like, I don't think this guy is a good fit for her. Well, I actually did not think this through. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I, in terms of like fictional characters that I hate, I think Jessa's like might be number one or number two. Really? Is it because of her dating? Well, actually, I don't want to ruin it. Okay, that's part of it. But even before that, she was just like, I think that it's, like, that character and that type of person is, like, the antithesis of who I am as a person. They're, like, my foil. No. Make, they're, like, my like my genuine, like, character foil. If you yeah. were, like, in a Greek tragedy, like, this is my opposition. Oh my that God. actually makes so much sense because you're, like, I'm, I moved to the city to, like, build a life. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, Jessa landed in the city and is doing everything in her power to not build a life. She's very much, like, a Serena Vanderwoodson character mm, in the yeah. sense of, like, she's just, like, a wrecking ball and just kind of, like, wrecks through everyone. Oh, 100%. And then the whole time is, like, doing the Serena Vanderwoodson thing of, like, why is everyone mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, my least favorite thing ever. She is actually – this is a rare – episode where like I actually do enjoy Jess's character she is being sweet for once yeah yeah so Wait, that's fun. so funny because no one could be I like that everyone's anticipates of you yeah I, I know opposite. who I am <laughs> <laughs> I who I'm like and I know who I'm not that's like. actually so powerful I think we should have eight characters in this show and it's like who are you and who are you not totally and that's totally. kind of a good way to do it. that's an amazing way we should have the Wario and Mario yeah, exactly okay perfect well, I feel like my Hannah's, Hannah's my son <laughs> Marnie Moon, uh, Shoshana Rising, I'm, but Jessa's not on the chart at all. I'm just kind of Marnie for every planet. Mm-hmm. Sun, Sun, Star, Moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I feel like I'm the guy who's trying to pitch the play this episode. Who's just like, nothing's going right. Oh my god, that play. <laughs> okay, this week I was definitely Marnie. I I've never seen myself represented so accurately accurately on screen. Like just in that she's like. 
oh, I now I got to like go and be a person. Like the way she's so calculated about yeah. being like, I'm going to like be crazy. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, this week I'm going to like change my life and be so free and random. And then I'm the most type A like calculated girl in the world. It is fun that she goes into the night like, I'm going to let loose. Yeah. And then when like Jessa's like trying to reel it back, she's like, but no, this is like, I'm letting loose tonight. Like she can't. Yeah. Like, roll There's with the no, punches yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I've already decided I'm letting loose. So, yeah. like, that's what's going to happen. That's so, f- no, you are so right. And the way she's like, oh, this is going bad, but I said I'd be cool. Yeah, I said <laughs> I'd let loose. <laughs> like, this is what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. It's so mean. No, it's so true because I feel like there are. There's two types of people when you're going out. It's people that are so used to going out that it's like they can deal with whatever is going to happen through the night. And there's people that don't usually go out. And then when they go out, they're committed to going out. Mm-hmm. So they'll indulge in every single experience of that one night. And Marnie's yeah. so much of the latter. Like she doesn't usually go out, but she's going out tonight and she's going to do whatever she can. Or just is like, I did this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. No, also her going through like the Facebook photos and being like, oh, he went to fucking Rome. Like, <laughs> and it's like, girl, relax. I so am like, why are these people getting married? And they didn't tell me. That's so me. Like the one uh, boyfriend I had two months after we broke up, started dating uh, a girl who was in his improv group. Uh, that is a true story. Devastating. She's also like a ragtime tap dancer. So I can't compete. You can't compete. I can't compete at all. But I remember, <laughs> like, I would definitely, like, Skyscraper by Demi Lovato in the background of that Stop. scene is so good. But uh, we've all had our Skyscraper moments. Of course. We forget that Demi provided a service. Mm-hmm. A ballad. No, 100%. And then Marnie's also in those same Facebook. She's, like, flipping through, like, gay, ill. Bad. It's like, yeah, that's so yeah. <laughs> It's all about lens. Because, of course, she's so sad about, like, the separation of, like, not having a boyfriend. But instead of acknowledging being sad, she's like, oh, fuck <laughs> everything and everyone. I'm like, mood, girl. That's so funny. Love that crazy girl. You have to get – I am a big believer that, like, in order to get over someone when your heart's broken – like a, a lot of times when you get your heart broken, you want to like skip to the phase where you can look back on it fondly. Mm-hmm. Like the phase where you can look back and be like, wow, like, you know, maybe we weren't right for each other. Like maybe one day in another life. But that phase only comes like two two years later. Yeah. And it only comes after like at least a year of hating their guts. Right. You like mm. actually cannot skip to the fondness phase. You have to go through the like, I want this person dead face. Which it's like, there's got, why? Why does human experience have to be? Well, it's like, because I think it's memory always makes everything seem better after the fact. It's like everything, when something's so close, it's so visceral, but then you always remember something better than it was. Also, like if you love someone so much, Mm. like the only way to get over them is to hate them. Right. Like you can't, like when I got my heart broken, I like if I like I, you curled up. Yeah, I'm, this is like I'm always like snuggling. I'm always. It's just so it's such a me thing. Um, I'm so different. <laughs> I um, like I really tried to do the like I don't hate him, but I'll move on thing for like nine months and and did not make any progress in terms of no. like getting over him. And then when I decided like actually I hate him, I'm going to block him on all social media platforms like that. Did the trick. Did it do the trick? Yeah. Wait. 
But there's always a little photo. It's like even you block them, you still can. Oh, you blocked them, so you didn't unfollow. Yeah. So you can't even see the little photo icon. You can't even. Because even a little icon for me does so much. That's a powerful <laughs> little icon. <laughs> like a little icon, even if you're unfollowed and you can't see your feed, mm. that little icon like it pulls me back. That's so true. And the follower kind of like, what's happening here? Yeah, I'm like, hmm. There's interesting things happening. I think like a whole story was so little. Yeah, I can really tell you. <laughs> The profile change, you're like, okay, yeah, they're, married. they're married. They got married. Um, let's jump into the episode. We have a segment called I'm liking this part right here. So you love this episode. Yeah. Explain but, yourself. Okay, also one of the reasons I love this episode is it's one of the like it's one of those episodes where the scene where Adam and Hannah are in the shower makes me actually cackle and <laughs> laugh out loud when she turns around and he's just there. And then he holds up the shampoo and she's like, oh, no, thanks. And then he still just like plops it on her head. He like plops conditioner on her head. And then he goes, for your split ends. And that that scene to me, I like cry of laughter every time. I get inexplicably angry. I Okay, I think maybe I can. Do you date guys like Adam? No, anytime a guy like Adam just exists near me, I'm like, fuck you. Okay, I see that. That makes sense. Are you dating guys like Adam? Yeah. No. No. But I think maybe that's why I can watch him is like, I have no closeness mm. to Adam. It's mm. not like triggering for me. He doesn't remind me of anyone. Is yeah. there anyone like Adam to date? Like four no. people. We need to bring I, that I back. Think like They're in like Oregon. Being little, Being a little freak. I know. When he shows freak. up staring at her, I'm like, I would commit suicide so in the funny. shower. He is so funny. Wait, like the way his eyes are use? just staring at her silently and she's like, okay. Oh, and it's like after he just got so scary yelling at the person mm-hmm. who like was driving their car. Yeah. he's That scene is so funny. I cry. <laughs> I guess oh. if I up my Lexapro, I could like get him more. Be like, this is well, you fine. Can like anyone more. Yeah, maybe. Totally. I'm on 25 milligrams. Oh my, so I'm only on 10. So, oh, well then that, so that explains that's everything. That's the difference between you that's and me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. I'm just so curious to know what kind of shampoo he's using. Yeah, I don't even know if it was shampoo or conditioner, but it was like, <laughs> she had just said like, no, I don't want any. And then he went, <laughs> it's for your split ends. It, it's, <laughs> it's also so just like he put it here and then was like for your split ends. It's like that's it's not even. Yeah, close. He, she, he put her it scalp. directly like on her scalp. It was her hair is so fun. short here though. Yeah, she has really thin hair. I think she looks so pretty in this episode. She's like glowing. Yeah, oh. I would agree. Yeah, I'm I like think oh, about that. What a pretty girl. What a pretty little lady. Yeah, except when she's running, I'm like she looks stressed out. No, that's like me when I run. Actually, I have there have been two times where I've had to run uphill. Like That's it? <laughs> maybe in your whole life? <laughs> that's only is, these are notable because both times I was with different sisters and both times when my sisters saw me like run up a hill, they started crying of laughter. <laughs> no. And they said, they were like, it's like you're, they said that, it, you know that meme of like Spider-Man running and he's moving like really slow? Oh my God. That gif. <laughs> they yeah. said it looks like that. They said it's like someone trying to like run in water. It's like, <laughs> they said like you're trying to move forward. They're like, they both said they were like, it's funny because you're trying to move forward and you can tell that your body is exerting all of its power oh and yet you're just moving like sideways. That's so Wait, sad. Wait, how big is a hill? Like both times they were, it was just like, if I, it's just, if I'm running up any kind of like elevation, <laughs> apparently- my body is like very funny to watch. 
Well, I, there, I used to run cross country in high school, and there was a big. We always ran as one race called the Wall, and the Wall is because there's one hill that's so stiff that you have to get onto all fours to climb up it. So it's so funny to see all these people that are running at like a six minute mile have to get on all fours to get up a Gee, hill. That's yeah, that's so degrading visceral. to get up a hill. It's raining. You're like having to slide up. It was truly insane. <laughs> yeah, getting up a hill for me is like I have to use every single muscle in my body. And it's and I'm not going fast. I'm going so slow, devastatingly <laughs> slow. That's the whole point of a hill, though. It is so That's sad. To slow you down. To slow you down. It's so to make sad. You reflect. Reflect. Running up a hill is a time for reflection. <laughs> There's kind of a song about that. Exactly. Kate Bush said it best. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Running up the hill. It, I don't it want actually it. was the song of the summer this year. Yeah. Oh fuck, fuck. You didn't watch Strange Things, Stranger Little Things, no. Stranger Things. Well, I'm With Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> yes, the very same. She's engaged. Yes, she is. I don't know about that for her. Nineteen. Years oh, isn't old. that crazy? Yeah. I mean, she definitely had to grow up fast, Who's so she's probably now? like thirty-seven in a way. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking Demi Lovato's finally twenty-nine is really gonna hit home for her in ten years. What? Wait, say that again. <laughs> you know how Demi Lovato has that song that's like, finally 29. That no. was a deeper cut. Yeah, I didn't. I don't, that's deep, cool. that's a, I don't know that That's one. a deeper Demi Lovato cut. That's yeah. really, you have it's to be like, a fan. It's like in the top 40 is right now. Is this before or after she sang to a ghost? This is like this year. It's right now? Yeah, where she's talking about how oh. like her boyfriend when she was 17 was 29. And now oh. that she's 29, she's like, I can't even imagine. Like, I would never think to do that. That was like, was it your dream or was it mine? Oh, oh. ew. I mean, like, not for her, but like, ew for the guy. Ew. No, yeah. Really. And that's how I feel about Millie. Demi is a such Hannah. A yeah, that's so true. The whole fro yo <laughs> incident, it's like, that's such a Hannah. The fro yo of it all. Oh my God. Demi I, Lovato. I've been really getting into fro yo right now. Oh wait, it's really? so good. It's, I it's missed a it when cycle. the pink berry of it all. Mm. I missed that. That wasn't part of my culture. I guess I was like in Canada at the time, and they didn't talk about it there. But are you Canadian? Yeah. Wow. Random. Are you Canadian? I'm a dual citizen, so I grew up in Texas, yeah, I but I went to are. college in Canada because I have two passports. Oh, okay, Canadian? but you grew up in America. Yeah, I grew up in okay, America. Okay, okay, but when you my, say Canadian, it's not. I'm like the girl grew up. I had a like, I'm, a, I'm a dual citizen night. for Ireland. Well, you would okay, say you're Irish. Irish. I mean, yeah, I, I would say like I'm Irish American. You would say you're Irish American. But I would American. say, yeah, I'm, I'm American. I'm mainly American. When you say, well, you grew up in Texas, which is kind of the most American place to be from. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. They Your filmed in a away game at my lose. high school. That's huge. I'm rewatching Friday Night Lights right now. Love Colby Schmolders, and that's the wrong oh, I one. Know. Colby Collot? She's bubbly? not in that. I, Connie Britton. Connie Britton. Connie Britton. You're <laughs> yeah, Connie Britton. I know. I don't know, I guess. Okay. Um, one of my favorite parts of the episode was... Let me see. Well, I like when they actually go back to the guy's house after the bar. Like, after he oh, buys some drinks. Yeah. It's so magical for them. <laughs> I love this fantasy. So it's like... After you break up with someone, it's you're like you're like, I'm going to go hook up with the mm-hmm. next person. That's And after especially seeing those photos of Rome... So Marty's ready to throw herself at anybody who's putting any interest her way. And, and it's th- like he bought a drink for them. No, 100%. Yeah, yeah. he bought a drink. And they – the funny thing Martinis. about that whole, like, sequence is, like, she's always, like, turning to Jess the whole time and is like, this is so crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, this is so <laughs> like, she's very much the type of girl who, like, while doing something, like, a little bit wild is like, this is so wild. Yeah, and Jess is like, I did this at boarding school when I was 12. Mm-hmm. Like – 
I'm so over it. But, you know, I love that scene just, like, the way that it's written to, like, heighten is so funny. Like, we see, like, Marnie being, like, do-do-do, and just is, like, beep, 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 beep. And then it's, like, he loses his mind when he's, like, y'all aren't going to have a threesome with me. Fuck you. And then it's, like, he's not eloquent about it at all. Like, the the text, the dialogue he says is he's like, I work hard and (laughs) you should stop being Mary Poppins and fuck me. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, oh God. That's such a good monologue. He really kills it. He's such a talented actor. No, it's so believable that you want to hate him. I get why you don't like this episode because that man is so annoying. Yeah, it just reminds me of like how men are. And the thing is, it's so accurate too. Yeah. It's really upsetting. And I feel like it's interesting because even... 10 years ago, people in finance were moving to Williamsburg and now it's it's still there. It's still there. It's still, we haven't gotten rid of them. No, we haven't gotten rid of it. Amazing how the parallels are actually the same. We have a rat czar, the new rat czar of New York City. Czar. Where is the czar of <laughs> finance <laughs> men moving to Williamsburg? <laughs> no, 100%. Where Same is that czar? Get them out. Stop I, the count. I, I love do her. love when she's like, welcome to our borough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's so funny. When I last fall, I went through like a big bumble dating phase where I was only going out with finance bros in Manhattan. So exp- explain that. I was just like, I don't know the science behind that, but it wasn't great. But I was like, oh, I should. they should buy me a cocktail and I should like, go talk to somebody that's like not in comedy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want the opposite of like whatever I'm up to. That makes sense. But then it's like they had never been to Brooklyn. Like they truly don't no, know really. anything. Like they're both they're just like, I get paid a hundred K and like don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, oh, you like literally don't have thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're all Excel. You live in Murray Hill in like in the court. flex what's room that place for called? Yeah, it's like court. or they're what's like apartment. Building? I know, I know which what's I it know. Called? Court, whatever. Windsor Court. Windsor Court. It's Windsor no, one hundred. They act like their apartments came with furniture because they wouldn't know what to pick themselves. Well, you know, they all look like that. Yeah, you know, it's picked out. I, I think it's funny because the only way you can go on a classic traditional date in this day and age is if you go on someone that is in finance. Like, yeah, you, all you're doing is like getting like going to the park or like grabbing a drink. But if you want to get wined and dine, you like have to do someone that like you don't really want to talk to. Totally. And that's exactly what was happening. And it just felt like so, so performative. Like they were like, this is what I, as a guy, this is what I have to do on a date. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's roll. And I was like, I'm going to be like the random manic pixie girl from mm-hmm. Brooklyn. That's so crazy. It was hell. But that's what this episode <laughs> reminds me of. It's <laughs> like, that. he, that's what all the guys I went on a Bumble date with were like. I've never been on like a date with, someone like in, that in that borough no not in that borough <laughs> in but like with someone because i feel like on hinge what i'm really attracted to like more than looks is like aesthetics mm. and like if you have an it's aesthetic so coded yeah yeah it's a little bit pan coded <laughs> i am bi and that is a little bit pan coded it's all a little bit <laughs> One thing about me is I'm a little bit pan coded, <laughs> but I am. But like, I'm very much more. Tr- but it's not personality or anything. It's like literally just like Aesthetics. the clothes you wear. It's like, like how they curate it. And yeah, and like, are you writing? Like, one thing I is a huge trap for me is like when they answer earnestly in their hinge prompts. Mm. Like when uh, someone's like, "What? <laughs> what do you like to do?" And they're like, "Reading." Like long walks and it, or it's just like weird. I'm like, oh no! Like you're taking it seriously. Ew. Next. <laughs> um, but because of that, that weeds out a lot of 
finance yeah. people. Mm. Yeah, they're being really earnest. Your facial expression when you said the books and the reading. Yeah. So good. <laughs> you really, you became the face. Yeah. I was, yeah. I just don't like it when men are reading. Or you don't, also you don't need to be earnest on Hinge. It's not a no. place for earnesty. Well, I think the thing about aesthetics though, especially for Gen Z, aesthetics are becoming personalities. Yeah, so exactly. It really is insane. That is true. I also feel like with Hinge, People are obsessed with like dating the idea, mm. like the idea mm. of dating. Whereas like Bumble or Tinder, it's like, oh, I want to meet people. Whereas like Hinge, it's like, I want to find a person that fills this thing. Yeah, that's really wise. And that used to be Bumble. It's funny because they're always elevating one more. Mm. Like when Tinder first came out, that was for everyone. But now Tinder for straights is hookup. Tinder is mm. also like, there's just too many people. Yeah. Hinge is like if you put Tinder through a strainer. Yeah. Like, there's just like... Tinder, like, because people get on Tinder and they're like, ugh, this is so grim. Like, there's no one good on here. And then they download Hinge. That's so true. That was my pipeline. That's amazing. I think that's that's the journey, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's funny because there's a new dating app now where it's like, you don't even get to see the people's photos. You just Mm -hmm. get to read their personality. And if you like the personality. Oh, it's Love is Blind. No, it's Love is Blind for a dating app. But, like, I could never do that because so much of, like, like, my attraction to someone is based off of, like, how they dress. <laughs> yeah, it's their aesthetic. How do you, how did Adam and Hannah meet again? No, it's so unexplicit how they met. They met at like a party, I think. Right? I don't remember. No, they don't really talk about it. They're kind of just like episode one, they're like on a date. They're like in each other. They're in Adam's apartment. But I don't think they'd ever seen him because the Craxton episode, she's like, I've never seen him in public before. No, exactly. No, no, and you no, need that please. water. We're, I've never seen him, like, outside his apartment. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So I'm like, maybe they met on, like, Tinder. No. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it actually is revealed how they met in season six, in the final season, when Adam makes his, um, when he makes his movie about them. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, Wait, the, how is that? The ending credits. Can I spoil it? Yeah, Can yeah, I say yeah. it? Hey, if the, you're watching Girls for the first time and don't want it ruined, skip one minute ahead. It's revealed how they met, and it's that he was working in like a grocery store as a butcher, and she steals almonds out of like the oh yeah, like, out, out of the thing where you can like pick almonds in it, and then he like goes up to her. That's and so. They sweet. have this weird interaction. So we have a continuity error. Yeah. Huh. Plot huh. Home. Cinema sins. Cinema sins. Yes, cinema sins. Okay, we're we're. Do you have a favorite part now? My favorite part is actually when Marnie and Hannah are in the kitchen and Adam's there, oh. and Marnie's really sad about her breakup, and Adam actually gives really good advice, oh. and like Hannah, Hannah's like Marnie, get over it, and Adam's like, hey, don't minimize your friend. <laughs> yeah, I actually kind of love Adam. There's like a couple other scenes. There's another scene where Adam. I think does it to Shoshana. He gives her like this kind of pep talk and it's actually really beautiful. He's like, when you, like a real connection is special and when you know it, you won't hurt and you won't be afraid. And I was yeah. like, that's actually really beautiful. Like, oh my God. It was like actually very moving to me. He's actually like that scene. You're like, okay, I, I do hate him, but I do see why he is actually kind of a lovely person. He actually is like the most emotionally intelligent person on yeah. that show. Do you have anyone in your life like that? Someone who just like drops truth yeah, bombs truth and bombs. wisdom. The only thing, I, the only person I can think of is myself. I'm always saying things or writing things that make me go, whoa. That's so Hannah. Whoa, did I just say that? Yeah. 
Well, I for me, I feel like it's my dad, but only when he's talking about his dad. Mm, it's like dad, fathers dad. talking no, about their fathers. No, like, that is actually, yeah, that's there's so, so true. much truth behind it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why can't you be this earnest everywhere? Yeah, it's always crazy. I think I'm amazing at truth bombs, but it's just because I like memorize like 5,000 inspirational <laughs> quotes in high school and now they're just like in me. I, when I, I had this like journal that I kept like when I was 15 or 14 and it's crazy looking back on it because most of it's like teenage stuff, but every once in a while I'll like find a quote or like a sentence I wrote where I'm like, wow, that's actually really insightful and beautiful, but I just... I literally have no way of telling like if I got that from Tumblr or not. Yeah. <laughs> so much of the journal is like stuff that I got from Tumblr. Like me like requoting just like Tumblr like That's deep so indie quotes. So like now it was, like I, cloud background. Like, I don't even know like was this actually like a, an insight or was this <laughs> like or is this just me like spouting Tumblr like, propaganda I'm the most again. profound teen ever or I know all of Tumblr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and is there really a difference at the end of the day? Mm. No. There's no such thing as original thought. People are always saying that, but I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have original thoughts all the time. People are like Never that <laughs> every thought has already been And I'm like, said. you actually don't know what's in my head. I'm like, <laughs> you actually have no idea what's going on up here. <laughs> I'm like, you don't know me. I actually say a lot of random things. I, I do love an inspirational quote that like in I was using my Finsta in high school. I was like posting like weird photos of myself, but every other day I'd post a photo of an inspirational quote and tag some one of my friends. Be like, <laughs> you really need this today. <laughs> <laughs> That's a like, kind of like a Marnie move. No. Send <laughs> someone so like an Marnie. inspirational quote and being like feels like you need to hear a hundred people see I it. Yeah, like, yeah. Anytime so somebody is texting me and they're like emotionally down bad, instead of like helping them or being there for them, I just like spew um positivity quotes at I, them. Actually, this is one of the best things. I send this thing that one time when I was in a sophomore in college, I got like really sick. My gastric system like shut down. It's like this no. whole thing. But I was like really sick for a while and like I posted I think on my close friends about it. And my friend Alex Parsky sent me this meme and was like, <laughs> First hey, and last. Hey, <laughs> you'll see this meme is like what he sent me when I was like getting like misdiagnosed. I was like in the pits of my, uh, <laughs> of my like struggle with like my body collapsing. It's a, oh for the viewers at home, it's a monkey in a suit holding a gun. And it says, if you're going to fight, fight like you're on the third, you're the third monkey on the ramp to Noah's Ark. And brother- it's starting to rain. <laughs> Wait, did that fix everything back then for you? Your gut's healed. It was like, I send this all the time. When <laughs> I also started telling my little sister, we, <laughs> we've we started like saying, you know how Joe Biden is using the slogan, finish the job for re-election? Oh, yeah. What? Me, yeah, he's, his like campaign re-election slogan is like, let's finish the job. And uh, I heard about this. My little sister and I have started saying that all the time. <laughs> Wait, shout out to his team. That's awesome. My damn yeah. If you need motivation, look in the mirror and being like, finish the job. Finish in the like damn a job. Bi- in a Biden voice <laughs> really like motivates you. I can never finish the job. I'm good at getting like 95% there, but there's always the last 5% where I'm like, I can't do Exactly. This. And that's there's why you, that's when you need old Biden and you're here saying finish the job. Well, I mean, he, it's going to be so can. sad because he's going to die in our lifetime, right? And we're going to have to be like, he's well, gone. I hope yeah, so. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he did finish the job. Yeah. Well, 
Hey guys, it's Amelia. Just wanted to check in and see if you wanted to make a podcast. If you do, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one so, so easy. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. You can do video podcasts. You can ask Q&A and poll questions. You can really even make money. Yeah, you can earn money through ads, through subscriptions. And you just upload to Spotify for Podcasters for free and then it will distribute everywhere. It's absolutely amazing. Me and Evan love it. Check it out, girls. I don't know about we'll that. see. What job to finish? Oh my god, what time is it? It's quote o'clock. <laughs> my quote was this is for your split ends. This is for your split ends. That is so good. I've done so many. Well, I think if we just go back to the Adam's phone call really quickly, where he's like giving Marnie the most earnest advice, and then he gets a phone call and he's like what does he say? What's up, skink? Get, get your, your pussy, pussy pounded. pounded. And then, what's up, skink? Get a pussy pounded. He goes, it's my sister. Yeah, I remember that. That is so funny. I think I remembered it verbatim, too. Yeah. That's really it's important. It's a classic. That's such a, like, sketch. i watched sketch. so many times. That's such a sketch comedy, like, button, because it's like, oh, he's being really earnest, and then they're like, we've got to return to our base reality of Adam being fucking crazy. Yeah. So like, he's like, my sister's wild. It's duality. Um, yeah, I love the scene where Jessa and Hannah are talking shit about Adam. Je- yeah, Jessa and Marnie are talking shit about Adam. And they're like, she's never had a boyfriend. So like, maybe she doesn't realize he's weird. <laughs> but Marnie is like, I walked in on him the other day taking a shit while drinking milk. And he just stared at me. <laughs> I'm like, that is so like people in their twenties have boyfriends and you're just like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. And the girl's just so happy that oh, you're like, I guess I'll allow him to be drinking milk in our apartment. Like, Do the craziest men you've ever met in your life. Literally. You are dating you your best friend. Oh, it's so insane because you never see them in everyday life. And then wah blah bomb. It's like, where'd you find this fr- guy? No, like, right? where do you where are you finding these freaks? Where That's why I want to wonder. They're rising out from the ashes. Well, I, I like had this one. So my brother's 21st birthday party last year, like some of my like hi, adjacent high school friends were there. And one of them is dating this guy. I, I, we tag him. But it's like the whole time we were at the club, <laughs> he had his hands it. right around her for two hours at my brother's 21st birthday party. It's so it's bizarre. Like, he's turning 21. And for two hours, just at the most crowded club, East Berlin. That People are always doing weird stuff like that. Yeah. I'm always encountering freaks <laughs> in this city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there's one true thing in this town, it's people being weird. It's cr- There's so many weird. And right? they only exist to date girls mm-hmm. that like have low self-esteem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's so many freaks. It's really insane. And I think it's such a Manhattan thing too. Not mm-hmm. to compare to two, but like the freaks in Brooklyn, like, you know, they're coming. You can see yeah. them a mile away. <laughs> you know, you can see them. You can see the white. You can see the whites of their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like the freaks in Brooklyn know what they're doing, whereas the ones in Manhattan maybe don't. Mm. Like Brooklyn, it seems intentional. They're like, yeah. I'm maybe random. I think the freaks in Manhattan don't know they're freaks. Yeah, yeah that's I think they point. think they're normal. Yeah, which is actually the most dangerous kind of freak you can be. They all went to like Say Case that. Western. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love, love that it. school. It's a school for freaks. Wait, I love in the scene where. Um, I wrote it down word for word. Jess is like, you look beautiful all stripped down. And then Marnie's like, I've never been this miserable in my life. And Jess is like, it's totally working. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. No, 100%. I I even put that on the TikTok. 
Really? Yeah. It's, it's just so natural beauty. It's like really glossier that it they got inspired from the whole concept of this HBO Girls episode. It also highlights like the fact that Jessa is like Marnie when she's not acting like Marnie is so much better than Marnie when she's being yeah, Marnie. Yeah, Marnie's sad is like kind of the best version of Marnie because she's off guard. Yeah. But, and she's also like, do you think I always like being a type A person? It's like, I hate it. I feel like I want to cry all the time. That's like, so me so coded. Funny. I'm like, do you think I want to be making my bed every day and doing my laundry every week <laughs> on the dot? Yeah. I don't. And people are like, shut up, kill yourself. And I'm like, okay. It's hard. It's hard to be a Marnie. It is hard to be a Marnie. And it's hard to be a Hannah. I'll tell you that too. Yeah, it seems like um, a prison. Easy to be anyone. It's not actually, it's not <laughs> aspirational or easy to be any of those. Girls. Only the weird guys that, that we're talking about for girls, I think it's really easy for them. Because they find that one low self-esteem girl, they're riding. They built their whole thing around that anyway. Oh, you know what they're like? They're like the parasites that like insert themselves into green grasshoppers. Yeah. <laughs> or just like huh. parasites in general, they insert themselves into you. I didn't know about the grasshopper ones. That's yeah, cool. that's a specific they, like, parasite. Make themselves, they like kill the grasshoppers by throwing them into water. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be do- I'm gonna be on YouTube later. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing some Googling. You know, just, all these parasites that make insects kill themselves. Suicide, insect suicide. It's a, it's an epidemic. It's an epidemic. Okay. Have you guys ever had had this like moment, like had a moment similar to this episode where you're like dating someone or you're seeing someone and then realize like very suddenly that who you're with is like weird? Yeah, all the time. Hmm. I remember I was hooking up with this guy before we even had hooked up. He just like bawled, started bawling, crying. He's like so beautiful. I was like, well. It's just like we could have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> huh. That's always a really scary moment when you realize the person you're with is weird. Wait, tell us your story. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm trying to, no, I'm trying to think of honey, one. baby genius, speak it out, baby. <laughs> I'm actually like trying to think of one, and it's just I just date so little that yeah. it doesn't happen often. Well, what about like friendships? I feel like there's sometimes when you first meet. I guess it's like that's oh yeah that, that happens that happens too of course like when you you're friends with someone and they say something or they do something and you're like oh I know no yeah as somebody who all is always moving to a new city and then like trying to befriend random people and then being like what have I gotten myself into yeah like it's just so hard to know because you're like so like well I just need to meet a bunch of people we'll see like where it goes and then it's like. I have, like, somebody has attached themselves to me. Parasite. Yeah. And then I'm, like, trapped. And then they're, like, you're blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, I'm so, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I don't think this happens to me very often because, like. You seem a very good judge of character. I, okay, yeah. Not to, thank you so much for saying that. Not to, like, gas myself up. But I think that one thing I am good at is judging people's character, like, very, like, from the get-go. Yeah. And I also have, like, a very very low tolerance and threshold for like putting energy into like meeting new people so what do you think of us so i mean like we're best friends you're coming to my wedding we're locking this in yeah Yeah. exactly this is locked in this is happening there's no turning back but like in like i remember my uh old roommate used to go on so many like hinge dates when Mm. she was single like maybe Mm. three weeks and i was like how do you do that? And she was like, well, I just like meeting new people. Like, I just like meeting new people, talking to them. Like, even yeah. if it doesn't work out, like, I have fun just, like, seeing what they're about. And I was like, oh, that's, so that's, mean. that's shocking to me. Like, totally. for me, that's, I don't, I would never say, like, I like meeting new people. 
I'm not like Evan's so like that. Like every day Evan meets 25 new people and is like, I love them all. They're all awesome. I want to be everyone's best friend. And I'm like, I make two friends and I'm like, well, that's enough for the rest of my life. <laughs> I think that my thing is like, unless I click with someone, mm. like I really don't need to put the effort in. I feel yeah. like also that's something I learned in college is like, I think is like, if you don't click with someone, like there's no amount of time you're going to spend with them that's going to make you click. And, like, I already have, like, such a good group of friends that I do, like, really, really click with. Yeah. Like, we're on the same level so much that, like, I think I just have really good friends. So I have, like, a really high barometer of, like, what, what I want yeah, in an interaction. Yeah. Like, like, are we – do we have the same sense of humor? Like, are – do we yeah. have things in common? Like, do we – I don't know. Like, I just have a – I think a higher – I'm just so lazy. Totally. And I have such good friends already that I feel like unless I, like – click with someone off the bat like I'm doing with you guys right now wow this that's is the click <laughs> like I don't like put the put I just like can't be bothered that's really powerful and I wish I had that trait well I I think especially doing comedy but I'm so community oriented and mm-hmm. I think community can look like two things it's either like your chosen family and I feel like that's the route you're going now where mm-hmm. it's like you really invest yourselves into few connections where for me it's like I get such a sense of joy. Like I go through a walk through Williamsburg and like I run into people I know and like yeah, love doing nice. that. Yeah. And like, it's just like, I like having all these like small, there's like soft connections with people. Yeah. Little yeah. connections are yeah. nice. It's really, it brings me so much joy. Like I just like having like little random interactions mm-hmm. are kind of my spice of life. It's so true. I love running into people. I just feel like I was such a people pleaser. And so if I didn't automatically click with someone, I'm like, well, that's my fault. And it has nothing Mm. to do with them. But now that I'm like kind of moving away from that, it's like I'm always like hanging out with people. And then people are like, you hate that person. Stop hanging out with them. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like I don't have to force this to work. See, I'm such an egomaniac that it's the opposite. Like, if I don't click with someone, I'm like, well, they're not cool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I don't think that. I'm not like a bitch or a mean girl, but but it's very much not a thing of, I never think that I'm the problem. Right. I'm always you like, can. I can I can change my personality and be well, like more. We can tell you, you're not the problem. <laughs> it can never be you. Thank you. Thank you. That's <laughs> yeah. true. I've never been wrong. No, I I believe that. Believe that. Mm-hmm. I actually really do believe that. It's true. I wouldn't lie. Perfect. Well, Honesty is really important to me. Me too. Wait, okay. We're clicking. No, exactly. I just, I don't think you can survive if you think you're wrong all the time like you have to go into a lot of if you want to be successful i think a lot of things you have to think you're right because you need that confidence because it's so hard to muster confidence as it begins with so to even think you're wrong going into something it's like that's why criminals are able to do what they can because they think they're right in some level yeah that's true what what's um uh who played maleficent angelina jolie angelina jolie (laughs) said she could play maleficent because she was like (laughs) She was like, nobody thinks they're the villain of their own story. No, exactly. Like, nobody thinks they're being the mean one. Okay, my final quote that I wanted to say was, um, the guy, when he's having his monologue, where um, he's so mad at them because they spill wine on the rug, he's like, I want to be balls deep in something. No more Mary Poppins shit. He's like, I don't care what. 
that's not fair. I want to be a part of the group. <laughs> that that is funny. That, that part. Like I the way be a part of the group. Yeah, 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 it's like you guys don't get to just like make out without me. Like I have to be included. This yeah. isn't fair. Like it's so like he becomes a little boy that's like I'm not getting what I want. Yeah, that's so good. It's so funny. And he also is like, I see that nose. I know there's wait, what is it? Or that no, there's no way there's cartilage that divine. <laughs> but it's like as someone who's got a nose job, I absolutely there's no way that nose is real. <laughs> it's such a perfect sea slope. Wait, he's like, I came to Williamsburg <laughs> after being in the real world all day. <laughs> yeah, as if really like, Manhattan is the real world. And in it's like, Williamsburg, <laughs> as if it's like China. Yeah. <laughs> well, is Williamsburg so, LA coded? Like in the don't sense that no one really that. has like jobs. It's not. People have don't jobs here, that. but like not in it. Like LA is so much about like, in my sense, it's like people don't really have traditional jobs or kind of like. Because they're all Gig like economy. acting. Yeah. 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 In it's LA, like, people literally just don't have jobs. In Williamsburg, people just don't have nine to five jobs. Oh. Mm. You're going to yeah. end up in LA. Yeah. What? You're going to end up in LA for a little. Um, I would like not to. I have my uh, extended family lives in LA. So no way. I enjoy it, but I want to spend my 20s. Wait, in where here. are you from? You I'm from Bethesda, Maryland. Oh. Which is basically, it's a suburb of DC. I went to Maryland. Do you know that one YouTuber? I oh. Transferred, but yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like right next to me. Oh, I know. You're right there. Yeah, I'm oh, like really I love close. that Barnes and Noble. I'm so sad it closed down. Oh my god, <laughs> we lost. We lost. We lost the Barnes and Noble. Wait, to do what? you know anthropology? Best Dress? Yes, anthropology. <laughs> and all like Barnes and Noble was like that was where we hung out. No, 100. percent Like that was the spot. Wait, what year did you graduate? Of college yeah, or high school? High school. Uh, high school 2017. Oh, do you know my friend Sophie Lieber? Yes, I do. One of my best friends in call- from college. I know Sophie Lieber. We were in sketch comedy in high school together. No, one of my best fr- I lived with her in college. Your and, high school had Jacob sketch Weaver. comedy? Jake, no, it was like Jacob a touch Weaver of- and Nick. They yeah. all went to Tulane. Yes, yeah, I know yeah, them. Yeah. But Sophie Lieber, like, literally, like, we did, we were, like, on talent show oh, acting she's together. She's my favorite person. And she's getting married. Yes, I know. I saw. Oh, it's, I'm it's, so happy. It's amazing. Because when everyone else is getting married at 24, it's like, I'm so mad at them. Yeah. But, but when she, she does it, it's, like, really cool. It's so cool. I'm like, oh, this is actually awesome. It makes it's, like, sense two for her. cool young people, like, getting married. It's like, they actually are in love. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's like, when I see anyone else doing it, I'm like, shut the hell up. You can't get married. Yeah, I'm like, no, lame. But when I said no, I was like, exactly. oh, wow, cool girl gets married. Like, it was very that. Is it's this the girl you showed me their Instagram like two months ago? And you were like, I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan was like running around the house like, I'm so happy. Aww. I'm so happy. It's going to be the perfect New Orleans wedding. Oh, that, oh, I forgot. That's so nice. They're such a good couple. Aww. Keep that all in. I'll keep that all in. <laughs> yeah, I think that as somebody here not knowing what was going on, I can relate to the listener not knowing what was going on. And I have to say I was having an amazing time. You know, mm-hmm. It's just like it makes – it's like so beautiful to see actual love. It's like kind of Adam and Hannah coded in a way where it's like they're both young, but it's like in a lot of ways it's so like mature in a sense of uh, – not that Luke, the boyfriend, is like Adam, but it's like – it's like more effervescent. Like there's like an actual like emotional like. Mm-hmm. We've got to send them this episode. Where it's not just like for. <laughs> it's not like it's the most responsible choice, but it just makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Or some marriages where it's based out of responsibility. Yeah, that's so true. So true. That's. <laughs> do you guys ship Hannah and Adam? I do. Ultimately, yeah. Against my that will. Was a, that was a reluctant. Yeah, no, you, you really have to. I'm like, well. It's good that she has him. But you don't want them to end up together. But I don't think they should end up together. Then you don't ship them. I don't ship them. Yeah. I Sorry, I lied the first time. Oh, we're bur- are we burning this candle? I mean, the flower? <laughs> oh, 
god <laughs> oh no we just baked the damn flowers. okay i threw a birthday party this weekend and like so many people brought me flowers that's really nobody's lovely. ever brought me flowers I like love flowers i was like i love my life people are so nice to me i love flowers and i love getting them so sweet it's the best day ever okay let's jump into our last segment that outfit in brooklyn that is the ugliest effing skirt i've ever seen what, what's a 10 year difference what's the lens here what's a decade later that it's like that happened then you can't happen now mm. in this episode yeah i mean there's so many th- i think maybe honestly the whole jessa marnie chris dowd thing <laughs> yeah. this is yeah. the pre me too no 100 percent. i know i don't think that would happen anymore i think marnie would be um a me too fluent and not yeah. let it happen. Yeah, I think she would be like, yeah, she would like really yell at him. Yeah. And let him have it. She'd be like, fuck you. I know about the hashtag. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I think women are less likely to put up with crazy finance men. Not to get deep, but like Go for the whole it. thing with like me too and like why it's important is like my mom was like sexually harassed by this guy when she first started working at the Washington Post. And Whoa. she was telling me that it's, like, when you're getting sexually harassed, like, you – or, like, back then, because, like, this was, like, the 80s or something. It's, mm-hmm. like, you think it's only happening to you. Yeah. Like, you have no clue that, like, they're doing it to other women or mm-hmm. other people. Like, you literally just think it's happening to you. And then, like, years later, like, they called her and were, was, like, oh, like, did this guy do this to you? Like, this girl's complaining about her. And then she was, like, yes, he did. Oh, but wow. it's, like, the, we really take for granted the shared – knowledge that we have now as women that if you are being sexually harassed he is likely doing it to other people yeah and the knowledge of like if you come forward there will very likely be other like people 30 other people who can back up your story yeah. is like actually so huge i think because of the whole me too movement and like we finally have <laughs> it's kind of like we're making men apologize we're in our, their apology era is some sort especially in manhattan <laughs> yeah where it's like you it's so interesting to watch them do comedy because the only thing they can talk about is being like weird around women it's like all these straight male comedians can talk about now is being weird around women being bad with women yeah, being yeah. Bad women. but not in a sexist way <laughs> no, not no in, a sexist in a way, way that they're like i'm a flop yeah, <laughs> yeah very that and you're like okay that's literally all they're allowed to talk about Mm-hmm. Well, on that, it's like, could Adam feasibly do a one-man play, like, as a straight white man? Could he, he do a like, one-man play? Like, nobody would support that. Everyone would be like, wow, another opportunity being given to, like, a white male. Yeah. Like, in, it was, like, like no at least be gay. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, British. He would definitely have, like, a Twitter thread about him. Yeah. <laughs> What's the guy, the guy from West Elm? West Elm. West Elm, Caleb. Caleb. Do you guys know him? That could be Adam. Yeah, yeah. He would absolutely <laughs> be like a Twitter moment. Yeah, he'd be viral. Adam like, This so guy sent me a photo Western. of his penis with a squirrel wrapped around it. He did to 20 other women. They're all talking about it on the internet. Like he, that would be viral. I love it. Anything else in this episode? Yeah, I, I think we didn't touch on two important things here. What? A, the mashup when he's a DJ. Oh yeah, I love that. That's huge. I forgot about the mashup. The it's way so okay, the way the Facebook photos of um Charlie and what's her face in Rome 
are the square Kelvin filter Filters. from Instagram. <laughs> Filters, yeah, it's yeah. like they took that from Instagram's upload to Facebook and it's like, that's so funny. It's really good. It's a moment in time. Yeah, and the album is just called like Also Europe. Facebook albums instead of- Oh, 100%. In, now it'd be like- an A carousel, dump. yeah. One last line. I'm so sorry. Let's hear it. I like when Jess is Let's close it out. What is a venture book. capitalist? It sounds like a kind of explorer, but it can't be the case. That is good. It's like, it's so true. It's like, there's so many, these jobs have the they're craziest fake. names. They're fake jobs. You, user experience designer. You're, what are you doing? You're putting stuff into a PowerPoint template, essentially. Exactly. Every job has such a cooler name than it actually is. You just mm-hmm. roasted yourself. Yeah, I can do that. Totally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got me there. Wait, did, when, did you watch Girls when it originally came out? Uh, yeah, maybe like a year or two after it originally came out. I, I was watching it like season six. I watched a lot. Did you hang out with your parents mm. a lot growing up? Define hang out. Like you were, you were their best friend. No. I was a really popular child. Oh, oh cool. But I also have like good relationships with my parents. Oh, that's now, amazing. You, I like that I said I was like? popular as a kid and that was surprising to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way. Maybe Bethesda High School. That makes I sense. do love that you're like, <laughs> I was really popular, but I also have a good relationship with my parents as you if I possible. I actually really, I, I had a wonderful childhood. You talk so mature though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, my parents are very... Uh, we, I come from a very fast-talking family. Mm. That's, I come it's from Gilmore Girls coded. My mom is, I'm very much like a clone of my mom, and she's a very good talker. Wow. Okay, that's what it is. Because mm-hmm. you're so fast, and it's like, only the only people I know that are fast are hanging out a lot with their older people. Mm. Yeah, I definitely mm. like, mm, I'm good at like mimicking yeah. language. I feel like I tend to do that. <laughs> I really like mimic the way my mom talks. Wait, can we bring your mom on this pod? You would love her. I would love her. You would love hey. Mel. We're getting your mom on next. Mm-hmm. Is she redhead? Yeah, she's a redhead she red? like me. Yeah, she is a redhead like me. Her name is. Nelly is your whole family redhead? No, it's just me and my mom. Whoa. Oh my god, that is Gilmore Girls Code. I know. Those blue eyes, redheads. But you have a sister? I have two sisters. And they have yes. brown hair? Which order I am. You're middle? Middle? Yes. Yeah. Everyone guesses correctly. Everyone, I don't know why. You know, everyone always guesses middle. Well, you don't seem the oldest, but it's you don't seem thing. the youngest. Yeah, yeah, I do seem like the middle child. Yeah. That's true. I have that energy. I mean, it's, well, I'm middle child, too. I'm not. I'm oldest. Mm. What should we finish this out on? Well, we should just go. Okay. Do you want to say anything else about girls while you're here? I would just like to say that this program is so important to me. Yeah. And it is. Wait, did you Actually, move here because? No. Okay. But you I'm, all- I'm not like- insane <laughs> i moved here because i saw don't it so don't bully me really cool. don't bully actually, me on my own you know podcast what? i think the to the answer to your question of who is it around me that drops truth bombs girls girls the tv show wow. wow i get my i get those are my really this is one of those shows that really like it'll say something and i'll go like wow that was like really beautiful or i'll be like wow that's so true damn that's an important insight i actually would say your girls. journal today is girls quotes and you're like did i you're gonna look back when you're 35 you're and like is like, this lena dunham <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah was this lena or me no that really is a true mm-hmm. we'll talk after but really there's a lot of you, yeah. there's a lot of cases where people are saying exact same thing she said literally that's what she said yeah hannah yeah place of a generation um <laughs> kira if people are pilled on you where can they find you at super kira <laughs> on everything kira, email too yeah email. no don't <laughs> kira is spelled k-e-a-r-a 
Guys, don't email her unless it's something good. Don't email me, please. More send an email. Um, we'll be back next week for the finale. Is that true? Um, this the is season one. Eight, so, yeah. Oh, and I'm the kidding. penultimate. The penultimate. Whoa, I've never said that word ever. <laughs> Was it? Thank you. Thank you. We that just yeah. did something. Girl, yeah. Literally, she knows more about the show than we do. I, like, <laughs> you should have a podcast. <laughs> we invite on experts. All right, bye guys. Have an bye. amazing week. Wait, rate and review us if you can. Okay, bye. Wait, that was so. Good.